At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, training camp is here. Plus, Sean McVay gets right-hand man. And later, fan quesos. Next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Beggs. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. We are in training camp. Finally, it is here. This is one of the most exciting times in the NFL to me for a couple of reasons, but one is that everybody's 0-0 zero and, zero and every single fan base in the universe is stoked out of their mind. They're all optimistic. There's there's Lions fans out there and, and Texans fans right there uh, out there right now that think that they have a shot. All right, it's a beautiful time. All right, I love the optimism. I'm a big fan of it. If you guys have been with Ram Showcase for the last five years, as you should be, then uh, you guys know that I'm one of those optimists. Even when the Rams are not very good, I tend to try to find silver linings, but. We're in training camp right now. We're getting so many beautiful nuggets out of these press conferences coming out. And uh, we're the the guys that we're hearing from, it's it's really cool to see some of these guys actually talk. Like I like you like last year, two years ago, you would think like Austin Corbett would be rocking a press conference right now, coming in as the starting center. Maybe not. Maybe I mean maybe, maybe not. And Kenny Young's doing them and stuff. Man, I'm eating this up right now. I watch all of the the press conferences. All the time. I always watch. I've always done that, though, as a, as a, the hardcore Rams fan that I am. If you guys couldn't tell, uh, this is just like an accumulation of the years of all the stuff that I've gotten. But uh, I've always I've always really paid attention to that. It's a sweet way to, to learn a little bit more about the guys and also kind of get some background nuggets in there, like I was saying. So, uh, of course, on the Rams dot com, uh, they they have a, a couple of articles that kind of break down. Some of the press conferences, like like things like takeaways from McVeigh's or takeaways from the rookies, stuff like that. Some really good stuff. Some good quotes in there that uh, that that maybe maybe if you're just watching in passing, getting ready for work, like I do in the mornings, that maybe you missed, maybe you didn't. But either way, this is such an exciting time. It's super hot, and uh, that's the the miserable part for me. It's like a hundred degrees out in Colorado today. I mean. Not exactly 100. It was like 94 today, but that's basically the sun in my Colorado opinion. And also now I got these lights on me. So uh, we're cooking right now. And I know you guys out in LA are probably like, Ugh, this guy is no hot. I'll show you hot. And you know what? I, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm too thin for this. I just, I know that people, people talk about like, I'm too big for this. I No, I'm the opposite. I'm too thin for this. I will turn into jerky. In like 12 minutes in this heat. All right. So I need to, <laughs> maybe we should wrap up this show. That's it, guys. Have a great night. All right. But I need to start with uh, something because we, we did it last week. We extended last week. And uh, I think we need to get into this giveaway. And then also, spoiler alert, we're going to enter, uh, we're going to uh, announce the next giveaway from Shaw's Customs this time. So 
That one's going to be awesome. I'm getting a third party on that one involved. You guys will know more details about that here in just a second. But this one here, um, I did say Infinity Apparel last week. That is uh, not 100% correct. Kind of correct in a way, but not 100%. It's actually all pro sports, and that is the Etsy shop. And it will be linked in the description wherever you guys are hearing me. You guys can check the description, and you guys can find all pro sports there. You can also find Shaw's Customs there. Uh, both of these uh, both of these people do amazing, amazing things. Both these dudes just pump out some awesome stuff. We got the vinyls here. I am seeing the messages come in, by the way, for the vinyls of people just wanting a free one, which is exactly what I offered, so I have no problems with that. The reason I haven't sent any out yet is because I am out of stamps. I was ill-prepared for that, so we will... Get some stamps and then start sending those puppies out for you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll get some uh, some good stuff. And like I said, if you guys want to purchase a towel, uh, go ahead and hit me up on that as well. I only charge like enough really for, for shipping and to, to like go to the post office to do it. So it's like $5 a towel. $5 a towel. I'm pretty sure that's less than what I paid for them. <laughs> so I just, I want you guys to have them. I don't need all of them. That's mainly why. I don't need just a whole a whole bunch of towels. That'd be cr- I only have two hands, you know what I mean? So, let's get into this giveaway, though. Uh, last week, we had, we had announced that we were extending it. All you needed to do was give me your opinion on who you believe was going to be the Rams MVP. That's all you needed to do, all right? So, I'm going to pick two names here for all pro sports winners, and then I'm going to select my own winner because I am a big liar, and I said that there was three giveaways, there was two. So... It, because I messed up, I'm the one that made the mistake, I will send you guys out a Ram Showcase towel and decal uh, for that third place winner. I will say already, if I do pull out a name two times, because there is a certain, sele- I think there was like, I don't know, just a couple people that they were actually in it two times because of the previous week. Uh, but if I do pull the name twice, you don't get to win two times, alright? You just have better odds to win than anybody else, so... Uh, we'll get into this giveaway, so let's uh, let's do it. I got them in here. I got my names in this hat now, in my beanie, because uh, I'm in Colorado. I haven't needed this in a while, because we live on the sun, apparently, now. And uh, I'm getting all shiny already. I can feel it. So. <laughs> so we're doing great. But we've got two selections here for All Pro Sports, and then one for a Ram Showcase towel and decal. And for the winners, you guys need to send me uh, your... Uh, your address by the 1st, which is Sunday night at 10 o'clock LA time, uh, to the Ram Showcase social media pages. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You need to uh, claim your prize so we can get that sent out to you, all right? Um, I'm not sure 100% if All Pro Sports is sending me stuff, and then I will send it out, but I will confirm that. Uh, it'll probably be straight from them, though, uh, straight direct from AJ. So, uh without uh i guess without the the most u- the most used line on youtube history without further ado uh let's see here oh by the way i need a drum roll adrian drum roll please if you guys don't know i know you guys are excited to see this but um the song that plays at the end of ram showcase that is actually a band that i'm in uh with uh, adrian who you guys might see commenting he is actually on drums and uh i can't play it like the part with vocals in it because that, I'm talking so you know what I mean like I can't play that but that's my buddy Aaron who lives out in Maryland but uh Adrian's out there in the, the Southern California area so you guys can go stalk him or whatever so let's go ahead let's get some good stuff here we got a bunch of names in here guys so let's go ahead our first winner for the all pro sports giveaway let's see here we've got 
Ryan Ochoa. I hope I'm saying that correctly for you, but make sure you send me a message, Ryan, before uh, 10 o'clock on the on the 1st, August 1st, to claim your prize. We'll get that sent out to you, all right? So, Ryan, first winner. Congrats, Ryan. That's some cool stuff. And, uh, man, it, both of these people, I mean, AJ puts out some sick stuff, uh, shirt courtesy of AJ. So, uh, you know he's got some some dope stuff already. And then uh, uh, Shaw's Customs, I mean, you guys see the glass here, shot glass here. We've got the decals, the mask that's back here. I've worn... Uh, no, I haven't worn that shirt yet. I need to wear that one. And yeah, so let's see here. Mixing them up, mixing them up. Winner number two for the all pros sports giveaway. Let's take a look here. Um, this one is the, the name of the YouTube channel. Uh, I don't have your real name. It's who's in Bergie. I hope that's correct. Uh, who's in Bergie, H O O S E N B E R G I E. You are a winner. Make sure you send me a message on one of the Rams Showcase social media, and we will get that sent out to you. And this is for the Rams Showcase giveaway. You get a towel, uh, one that you can see here on my wall, and you'll get one of these decals. And let's see who's winning this one. No double winners for this one, too, so if it's uh, someone, it's the same. And uh, this one, this one goes to Rams House, the YouTube channel Rams House which is an awesome channel. If you guys are not subbed there, then you definitely need to be. So, Ram's House. Whose house? Send me a message, and uh, we'll get that sent out to you. And then, uh, Ryan and Hoosenbergie, you need to send me a message also. We'll get that stuff sent out to you. I'm going to put those, those bad boys right over here. And uh, you know what? I actually have AJ's winner here, too. I'm going to keep all these together. Everybody, I'm going to do like a big giveaway at the end of the season. Josh doesn't know yet. He's learning with you guys, but we're going to go ahead and do that. Of the winners, maybe we'll do something cool for that. Let's go ahead and announce this next giveaway, though, before we hop into uh, training camp stuff. This one is, is what one that I teased last week, okay? So this is going to be a Shaw's Customs giveaway. What I need from you guys is all of you guys out there with Rams tattoos, all right? This is going to be the first version of the giveaway. Next time, I think I'm going to do uh, Man Cave. So if you guys got a Ram Cave, then uh, we'll do that one next, I think. But uh, this one's going to be the, the Rams-related tattoos. I need you guys to send a photo of your tattoo to ramsshowcase at gmail.com. And that way, I can uh, kind of combine them all, get them all together, and then get them sent out to a third party, which I do believe is going to be my good friend, Kurt Steele, host of the Die Hard Den Detroit Lions podcast. And uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing that because he is completely unbiased, completely has no relation to this show at all, but he's a good friend of mine, does a killer show out there. And I'll have him select the winner, all right? So it's not it's out of my hands. I'm not even picking. But what I'm going to have him do is record himself selecting the winner and then we'll play that video okay he has no idea either i haven't talked to him about it i just know he'll say yes <laughs> if he doesn't i'll make paul do it or something but uh by sending those that that photo you are giving me permission to use your name and that photo in the next episode of ram showcase one winner will be selected by a third party that appears to be kurt Steele, but it could be somebody else but it will be a third party submissions close on monday the 2nd of august at midnight pacific time so the end of monday you just need to get them in by then, all right? So if you see me on Tuesday, sorry about your bad luck. Tune into Ram Showcase maybe a little bit earlier, all right? That's on you. And then uh, Ram Showcase reserves the right to change these rules at any time, and any decisions made by Ram Showcase are final. So 
don't mess around. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tattoo giveaway. If you guys got the Rams tattoos, um, I've got mine up here. It's just, uh, you know, the Rams are the old school one. I, I want to get so much more added to that. That's, uh, that's actually the plan, but you guys, this one's for you guys. I cannot enter, but, uh, send those into Rams showcase at gmail.com. I'll slap it on the bottom for you guys. So you guys know exactly where to email those photos. And I know that not everybody's eligible for this, but maybe you guys should get on that, all right? You guys true hardcore Rams fans, to get on it. <laughs> Go see your favorite artists and support local artists. All right, let's get into training camp. So training camp, we're, we're finally here. We're doing it. We're doing the dang thing. We're in training camp right now. And I've just got a bunch of like kind of sporadic notes here, all right? There's a lot of things that have happened, and I've just been kind of like writing them down as I'm going. So... We'll be looking at this a little bit, but we'll we'll just kind of be spinning it and uh, just talking some some Rams training camp. All right, so let's go ahead and start uh, today, which is Wednesday, the twenty eighth of July. This is the first day that fans are actually allowed into uh, into the venue to to check out the uh, the training camp. So if you guys are seeing me, yes, we're probably already there. As I'm talking right now, I think that people are there watching Rams practice, which is awesome. And I hope you guys are taking pictures. I love seeing the pictures. I usually. We'll scroll through on Facebook. Uh, a bunch of my LA buddies out there, they, they're they posting pictures. Always take a look at those for sure. Love it. Absolutely. Adrian got a picture with uh, with Mark Barron a couple years ago. It just popped up on my on my memories. It's like, ah, thank you, Adrian. Mark Barron's my dude. But uh, it is today. Uh, Gates actually, uh, it starts at 4. Gates were at 2.30. So, yeah, it's, um, it's going right now. And then the 30th of this month uh, just a couple days out is going to be what is that friday is going to be the season ticket member appreciation day so if you guys are season ticket holders then make sure you guys check it out that day the ninth is when the lead is legends day but i'll be honest with you guys i've seen the schedule legends are signing stuff on most days so as long as you can get out there to training camp chances are pretty good that you'll be able to get like a jackie slater autograph or something like that or maybe a young blood something awesome like that some of the old school guys the legends as they call them will be signing a bunch of stuff so if you guys also have more uh questions about the scheduling make sure you guys check out the rams.com uh there's a whole training camp tab and it's got all the stuff that you could possibly want on there uh which is going to be exactly where you need to go so Let's take a look at some of my notes here. Sean McVay did note that 100% of the coaching staff is vaccinated and a large percentage of the team is also, and uh, he also expects that to be close to 100% of the, the roster being vaccinated by the start of the season. He says the communication has been open and he does respect everyone's personal decision on this matter. It looks like it's just a, a course of the team educating the players on what their expectations are and, and why certain rules are in place. And then the team also hearing and understanding what the players are saying. I'm not going to dive too much into this. It's way too politicized, unfortunately. It, it's, it sucks that something like this is super political, but I'm not going to get into politic stuff. So um, that's just the news. It's, uh, we, we're looking at not all of our players are vaccinated right now. And it uh, looks like conversations are ongoing between the Rams and these players. So I'm not sure if they will or not. That's really not my business myself. But uh, I'm just hoping that none of our games get impacted. That's my only stance, is that I'm hoping no Rams games get impacted by any any COVID-related events, all right? Um, but yeah, this is, not, um, this is not an opinion. This is literally the fact. So 100% of the Rams coaching staff is, is vaccinated. Not 100% of the players are. Um, 
you're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. That's totally fine with me. I have no bearing on your thoughts that your your own beliefs are inherently not wrong because you believe them to be true. So they are in a sense. So and mine are true. Yours are true. We're all true. Uh, so whatever. It doesn't matter. But all I ask is that uh, you do kind of just keep these opinions to yourself because it does no good to open this conversation. No one's going to change their minds, no matter what side you're on. So, Mo, just, just, you, you believe, you, you just keep your beliefs, all right? Hold them close, all right? Don't let them go. Don't let them go. <laughs> uh, moving on. Daryl Henderson will not play in preseason per McVay, all but confirming that he is the clear-cut starter. I had talked about that last week, and then Sean McVay, he was very open about it. He was like, no, no, Daryl Henderson's not playing in preseason. So, it was like, okay, so he's starting. That's awesome. Uh, which obviously makes a lot of sense. Daryl Henderson was the number one rated running back on pro football focus to the first eight weeks last year. And then Cam Akers started getting playing time, in which time the, the Rams really kind of started changing their run style just a little bit in the way that they were doing things. Because Cam Akers kind of has that Le'Veon Bell kind of style to him, uh, not to the same level as Le'Veon Bell when he was at his peak, but he's got that style to him. He's pretty patient. He's He's really good at seeing the holes and taking off, but We'll have to wait until next year to see that back on the Rams football field, unfortunately. But Daryl Henderson, he's definitely got that burst, too. If, if he was like, I mean, I haven't played Madden in like a few years. so I don't know if they do the same stuff still. But if he was on there, he would be like the, the single cut kind of guy, you know, or the one cut back where it's uh, like he's zone reading it. And then, you know, he kind of he sees that gap and then he's really good at putting that foot in the ground and going north, which is one thing I've always liked about Daryl Henderson. So I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see him out there this year and actually running the offense and not needing to necessarily, I don't want to say he was looking over his shoulder last year. I mean, he was still getting playing time late, but uh, you know, when you bring in a rookie like that, uh, a high draft pick rookie like that, then you know that, that guy that's, that's starting those games is kind of, he's going to be keeping his eyeballs open just a little bit. Uh, but uh, based on how McVay was answering questions, feels like the Rams will enter the season with who they currently have at running back. I would be a little bit surprised based on the comments that McVay had if the Rams did sign somebody like right now. So, I mean, we saw the one addition, uh, Kyle Markway, the tight end. So not even addressing running back is we had an open spot on our roster and we went with a tight end. We will have one more spot open, but Cam Akers is not officially on like any IR or anything like that. So we are at 90 man uh, roster with Cam Akers still. So that will open up one slot. And then of course, Akers will be back next year, but we're, we are anticipating one more addition to this roster. We'll talk about Markway here in a bit, but uh, let's see. Oh, going back a little bit, I guess, to COVID. Rams did place uh, wide receiver Tutu Atwell on the COVID-19 list. He will now participate remotely following the NFL's guidelines. I believe you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Always correct me if I'm wrong, please. Actually, I don't want to like go through life being wrong. If I'm wrong about something, tell me. Uh, he is, uh, I believe it's like, it's at least 10 days that you need to be separated from the rest of the squad. And then you can come back if you got like a bunch of negative tests or whatever. So some fans are being a pretty critical on Tutu right now. And like, I, I feel like Tutu is like the most hated Rams player right now to Rams fans. And there's a few reasons that go into this. Uh, a, he's not very big. Uh, fans are not a fan of his size. All right. He's almost built like me. I like, but I also, I like, I make him look chubby. He's like standing next to him. So it's, it, that doesn't count. But either way, very tiny dude. He's still looking at putting on weight. 
Another thing is the jersey leaks, which were not real. So I think that's a fake thing to be mad about. I think you guys are trying to be mad, uh, which, I mean, that's the way the world is right now. 2021, people look for reasons to be upset. So that's one of them, I think, because that wasn't the real uniform. Of course, it was white, but it had the yellow sleeve or the the yellow horn on the shoulder, not the blue, like which, which is real. And then the yellow sleeve, uh, which is real. But on, on his, on Tutu's, it was white. So it was white, yellow horn, white. So it wasn't exactly what we actually have. So I guess that's uh, I guess that's one. But um, yeah, uh, fans are a little upset, right? Oh yeah, and then what was the other one? Bridgewater. He was working out with Teddy Bridgewater, and fans are now like, "What? He's out here giving our playbook away?" No, guys, come on. No, he's not. A, we don't play the Broncos this year, so who cares? It's in preseason that we play them, uh, the last preseason game. So it's gonna be like a like a throwaway game anyway, and also. Every team has everybody else's playbook already, guys. It's not like Tutu is the one, you know, blowing the lid off the thing. Every team has everybody's playbook already. And if you don't, you can get McVay's playbook. Okay, just go watch all the game film and just write down everything you see. All right, you'll eventually get his entire playbook. I'm sure there's going to be added wrinkles this year, but you can just add to it. All right, everybody has everybody's playbook. You don't think that the that the Niners have the Rams playbook now because they have Symbol Webster? everybody's got everybody's playbook. That's just how it is in the NFL, all right? I say that, like, every year because there's inevitably there's there's something that happens in every offseason where fans are like, what? He gave away our playbook. Like, bro, they had it. <laughs> I promise. Everybody that plays Sean McVay has a bunch of things written down and drawn out of, like, okay, he does this. This guy went here. This guy's over here. We're doing levels on this side off the play action here. The tight end came over this way. Like, that's all happening, all right? That's just how it works in the NFL. Everybody's got everybody's playbook. So I, I think that the 2-2 the hate is a little bit aggressive. Just a little bit aggressive. Just need to bring that in a little bit. And like I said, Bridgewater plays for the Denver Broncos, a team that the Rams do not play this year. So why would it matter if he had our playbook? <laughs> so he can bring it to Vic Fangio and be like, this is what they're doing out there, Vic. All right, let's get this going. I don't know. Everybody's being aggressive. I think it's, things have been kind of calm after the, the Cam Akers injury. So I think everybody was kind of like, I need to be mad about something. Like, who can I be mad at? It's like, Tutu's out here working out with people. Hey, Tutu, don't do <laughs> like, I just kind of feel like that's how it happened. But it's all good. Uh, some people also took uh, Sean McVay's comments about Brian Allen as that Allen is super in the running for starting center. I just don't see it. I actually listened to those comments. It kind of sounded like Sean McVay mentioned Brian Allen at the center spot because like he almost had to. But then he also, like, he, he was talking about Austin Corbett, talking about the great things that Corbett's been doing, and then he mentioned Brian Allen and said, Brian Allen's played great for us in the past, and I'm, I'm happy with what the work he's done. And then he, like, went up a little bit. His excitement level went up when he started talking about Coleman Shelton, who is a guy that I've talked about a lot. If you guys stick with me all the time throughout the offseason on Ram Showcase, you guys definitely know that I've talked about Coleman Shelton quite a bit. Sounds like McVeigh is pretty high on him. I still am thinking Brian Allen is a cut. I just don't necessarily see where he fits into this offense. The lack of versatility, I think, really does hurt him there. Uh, let's see, Justin Holland's getting some praise from Sean McVay, and uh, that that actually kind of guided me to maybe change a couple of things just because of the comments that McVay was was saying about Holland. Sounds like Holland's has maybe a shot to be that that guy opposite of Floyd, but we'll see as the, the, the preseason goes on where Holland's, where Oboe, where Lewis, where they're taking snaps and, and how they're performing because, of course, preseason games are going to be big as far as the barometer goes, so we'll be keeping eyeballs 
on uh, Justin Holland. So I do have some other training camp questions in the fan queso, so we'll talk a little bit more uh, when we get to that segment. But let's go ahead and move on now. I want to talk about the Rams hiring Andy Benoit as an assistant to Sean McVay. Not assistant Sean McVay, assistant to the Sean McVay. And uh, he's also uh, the special projects, which really is just analytics. All right. So uh, Benoit has taken an analytics role for the Rams. Uh, how deep this goes, I don't really know yet. I don't know what exactly this position will look like, but apparently he's kind of been working with the Rams already a little bit. So uh, it kind of sounds like to me, my understanding, again, correct me if I'm wrong here, my understanding of this position that uh, Benoit will be playing is that he's going to be feeding information to Sean McVay about different scenarios and situations and like what works well when and something that McVay can maybe think a little bit less when he's on the sideline. If it's if it's fourth and two at the 38-yard line, it's like, oh, do we kick a field goal with Matt Gay? And then Benoit, he can look at Benoit and be like, and then I, I feel like it's like kind of a nerdy position where like Benoit would be like, well, Matt Gay is uh, only, yeah, like he's 72% from this distance, but we have an 84% chance of, of getting it if we run the ball we have a 87 percent chance of of converting if we pass it short to the flats and a 90 percent chance if we run a slant with two like i don't i feel like that might be what we see but i don't actually know but that would be pretty interesting and then mcveigh can like be like all right cool i'll do this then the highest percentage whatever so that's kind of my understanding of it that may be way off i may have no idea what i'm talking about but I'm willing to take that chance, guys. <laughs> I'm willing to take that chance. It just looks like a, a way for uh, for the Rams and, and McVay to, to capitalize on different scenarios without taking as much time to really think about it. Because we've seen that in the past. You know, uh, obviously, if you look at like LaFleur and the Packers, if he would have had somebody chirping in his ear like, dude, we need to go for this. You don't kick this field goal right here. You do not give this football back to Tom Brady, bro. Then maybe things would have been different. So maybe that's the kind of role that uh, we'll be rocking with. Real fast, uh, Rams defensive lineman Aaron Donald. He has received a 99 overall rating to open Madden for the fifth time. Fifth time. Five-time 99 club, or the words that they use. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't played Madden in a long time. It's uh, My Xbox is here. It's been here the entire time I've lived in this apartment. It's a 360. Not very cool. But cooler news about Aaron Donald, in my opinion, is he's got a nephew, Elliot Donald, who is actually a freshman at Pitt this season so he's a defensive lineman i think he's wearing number 94 let me confirm that real fast so you guys can keep your eyeballs out yeah 94 elliot donald he stands at a good six foot two 255 pounds out of pittsburgh pennsylvania he is coming from pittsburgh central catholic and is like i said aaron donald's nephew so maybe timing will work out real crispy here and uh aaron donald maybe when he gets a little bit long in the tooth just a touch He's 34 years old. Then maybe we uh, replace him with his nephew and see how that goes. All right. Because we know dominance runs in this Donald blood. So excited to see uh, see him out there. Um, but um, oh, yeah, I, I got confused. I opened my phone. That's not fan queso time. But uh, yeah, well, I, I guess I'll, I'll stick on the, the Donald Madden thing for just a little bit more. Aaron Donald. Absolutely. Obviously, he's an absolute monster. I will say, though, guys, um, I'm pretty sure that I don't understand why this is, like, why the Madden ratings, not Aaron Donald's rating, because obviously, like, it's the highest you go, and that's just what, that makes sense. I don't understand why everybody freaks out about these ratings. Don't they change, like, immediately after games happen? 
What's the big deal? If somebody's good, they're going to go up, right? If somebody sucks, they'll go down. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I do not play Madden anymore. I'm not a gamer, but it's uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're, they're, I saw something today, and I'm pretty sure, that's how I felt for years, that they like will on purpose undershoot people just to get people talking. Because the whole conversation right now in the NFL is Madden ratings. There's a couple things I'll never understand. Like, being mad at Madden ratings, because it's a video game and who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, mock drafts, never understand those. And then uh, draft grades, immediately after the draft. Like, we know exactly how these guys are going to be. I don't know. Those are my gripes. Let's go into our one transaction, and then on the other side we'll get fan quesos. But uh, the Rams did sign tight end. Tyler, or not Tyler, Kyle Markway. He stands at six foot four, two forty seven. He is twenty four years old. UDFA with the Giants in twenty twenty. Then he's kind of bounced around a little bit. Spent a few weeks on the Steelers roster before the season was cut, before the season started, and then spent some time on the Browns practice squad. He was active for one game, and that was the Browns Chiefs playoff game. Did not actually play in that game, but he was on the active roster for it, and then he was sent back to the practice squad after that. He has been a free agent since around May time. I, I believe that's the date that I saw was May 13th. I could be a couple days off on that one. Uh, but now he is a member of the Los Angeles Rams. This move does put the Rams roster back to 90, but like I said a little bit earlier, that Cam Akers uh, move, once he gets put on IR, will open up a slot there. Uh, so we'll be able to to add one more piece, uh, possibly going into preseason is uh, is when we'll we'll see at least one more piece. I'm thinking could be a depth guy, could be just a rotation guy, could be a kicker to to have Matt Gay not be booting in preseason. That wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, but uh, we'll, of course, talk about it when uh, when the time does come. But that is it for your uh, your training camp and uh, Aaron Donald and, and, and transactions <laughs> on the other side. We've got fan quesos. Your training camp questions in there, so don't go anywhere. Welcome back in, Rams fans. Let's get to our fan cases sponsored by Shaw's Customs. Make sure you guys check out the link below. Let me see if this if I can get this to work. I, I, I noticed that one time it did not work. Let me see. Shaw's Customs. That's a... <laughs> that is so corny. I love it so much. <laughs> Oh man, I want to do that every single time I say Shaw's Customs Just because I can, this is my show And I do what I want to do Alright, let's get into them uh, This first one here comes from Giovanni uh, Says, uh, for you, who will be the best surprise among the rookies? I say Robert Rochelle I, I've already kind of got to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Rochelle does a very good job. All right, we got Darius Williams out here talking about that he's got all the all the makings to be elite. Um, I, I I don't know, man. There's something about Robert Rochelle. I feel like he just. By the way, also on uh, Darius Williams, it kind of sounded in his press conference, and you guys feel free to go check it out. It's on YouTube on uh, this Los Angeles Rams YouTube channel. Uh, it kind of sounded like when he was asked about his contract and extending long term, sounded like he had really no interest in it. it. Sounded like he was like, "Yeah, that'd be cool." It sounds like he's not confident that that's going to happen, and that this is probably his last year as a Ram. Make your own judgments on that, but that's really what I pulled away when they asked him those questions. It, it sounded like he was like, "Yeah, yeah, maybe." Like, <laughs> like, all right. But he was saying saying some really good things about Rochelle. I I do think that Rochelle kind of he. 
He's got the makings to take over that number two spot opposite of Jalen Ramsey heading into the 2022 season. Uh, but as far as a surprise, I think... I want to say Jones, Ernest Jones at linebacker. But maybe not. I know some people are really high on him. Uh, Bobby Brown on the defensive line. You know who's not really getting talked about right now? Uh, right now is Tutu. I, I feel like everybody else, like I feel like I've been saying the other guys a lot. I feel like I've been saying like Jacob Harris, Bobby Brown, Ernest Jones, Robert Rochelle. I feel like I've been talking about those guys, but maybe it's Tutu. But also, I was watching his press conference, man. He does look real tiny. <laughs> that does worry me, man. It does. Whether it should or not, it does a little bit. This one comes from Jason. Who will tight end two be? I think that this is just uh, where Jacob Harris comes in. I think that Jacob Harris is going to do an awesome job. Tyler Higby, I think, is number one guy. Um, Jacob Harris, though, he's got all the makings to be uh, the the number uh, the number two guy behind Higby. Um, and so I think that that makes sense. But also, we could see a guy uh, like maybe, maybe Munt gets in there. I don't know. Um, Hopkins is is definitely a, a candidate for that spot, but I think that uh, I, I think it's going to be the rookie Jacob Harris. Next one here comes from Cody. We should sign Adrian Peterson. Not a question, but I like where you're at with this. All right, I I would not hate if the Rams signed Adrian Peterson. I think that that would be a really strong move. I just don't think it happens anymore. I was kind of like maybe this is something that we could look at. I just don't think it happens anymore. The way that Sean McVay was talking, it sounds like. It sounds like we'll go into the season with the guys we currently have on the roster. Next year, from back to Jason, do you think we'll pick up any players after teams start making cuts? What positions, besides the obvious running back position, do you think we need? We would look at upgrading if we do? Strong question, man. There's um, there's definitely some spots where the Rams could make a move. I, I would be maybe a little bit surprised if they made a move at safety, but linebacker makes some sense because we have good linebackers, but there's no one yet that's really like screaming out of that crowd that's uh, coming up to just like rising to the top. So uh, that's a spot that we could see. Other than that, man, I mean, this, this roster is pretty well-rounded. You know, uh, I think we're, we're looking pretty good. I don't know if we necessarily need to go add anybody right now. I like who we have right now on this roster, and uh, I'm excited to see what this group can do going into the, the 2021 season because – uh, we're a young team, youngest average team in the NFL. That could change after cuts, but, you know, um, yeah, you, I mean, I know you said running back. That is a position that makes sense to to maybe add somebody at, but other outside of the running back position, I'm just not sure if the Rams necessarily need to go make a move. Go back to Cody. Is Cooper Cup the best slot in the league when healthy? Ooh, good question. Um... He's definitely up there. He's a very good wide receiver, but he also plays a lot on the outside. But we also, we play everybody kind of everywhere. It's it's not necessarily like a slot receiver anymore. Um, For us, at least. We don't have like one guy locked in who only plays the slot is what I'm saying. But I'm trying to think of some of the other guys right now. Um, I want to say Cole Beasley, but I don't, I feel like that's just going to create a political argument. <laughs> um, It's a little bit of a dying art is that slot spot, like the Wes Welker, Julian Edelman kind of position. But yeah, Cooper Cup is definitely up there, man. He's an, he's an awesome receiver and can definitely, he does a good job in that traffic in the middle. So he, he's good at, at wiggling his way through there. And when he makes that catch, he's also, uh, for 
who he is and, and his size and stuff like that. He's not like a little tiny guy or anything like that, but he is also he's pretty difficult to tackle for his size. This one comes from Tyler. Which defensive rookies do you see being a starter? I'm going with Rochelle and Brown. And that's this season, not future. So Robert Rochelle, I think, will get some time in the rotation. But uh, Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams are our two best corners right now. I'm not I'm not going to say that Robert Rochelle is going to unseat Darius Williams this year. I don't think that that happens. I think that he gets in there a little bit, but I don't think that he just unseats Darius Williams. As far as the other defensive rookies, I think Ernest Jones has a real shot to start. I also think that uh, Bobby Brown, like you had mentioned, I think he's got a real shot as well. Um, yeah, outside of that, I would say it's a, it's mainly a, a like uh, I'm trying to I'm blanking right now. That other defensive lineman we drafted was his Ernest Brown. Was that it? Is that it? I feel like that. I I feel like a jerk now because I forgot. But uh, him, I I feel like he's more of a, a depth rotational guy. Also, honestly. Be a little bit surprised here that nobody, the no Rams fans that I saw, commented on him wearing a Chicago shirt in his press conference. I saw him come out and I was like, oh no, we're going to have to hear about this. <laughs> and it didn't happen. So, but yeah, I would say Ra- Rochelle, I, he's going to get playing time for sure. But Bro- Bobby Brown, he makes sense. Cody, predict the next Rams MVP. I think with honestly with Cam Akers going out, I think Stafford's chances for like league MVP increase. I think he's going to be launching this sucker all over the field. I feel very like Peter King about it. 5K, 40 passes a game. I feel like he's just going to light it up because without that running game attack, like uh, like we were really anticipating with Akers. And I don't think that that goes completely away, but we have a bunch of really kind of unproven guys. Daryl Henderson's the only guy that we have on our roster right now is taking snaps in the NFL. So, yeah, it's a little bit worrisome, but I think that Stafford is just going to, I think he's, <laughs> I think we're going to get a little pass happy and uh, I don't hate it, but I, I'm going to go with Stafford for that one. Did you see the interview with McVay where somebody asked about signing Gurley again? Why is that popular now? He basically said it's not happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know why this became such a huge topic about the Rams possibly signing Gurley. And then I know that there was a bunch of fake, like uh, the spots center at spot center tweeted that the Rams signed Gurley, stuff like that. But no, I, 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 his, his response made perfect sense. He got like, he did it in a professional way without being like, no, we're not getting Todd Gurley. Like <laughs> we cut him for a reason. Like, why would we go for him? He kind of was just like, no, I don't think that that's something we're exploring, which makes perfect sense. I would be surprised. I don't know why it's such a topic of Gurley coming back to the Rams. Well, I do know it's Eric Dickerson. He he put it out there that uh, the Rams should sign Todd Gurley, and then fans were like, "Well, if Dickerson said we should sign Todd Gurley, that's exactly what we need to do." And then anybody else, I'm gonna say it's a fear. It is a genuine fear of mine that our next GM is gonna be Eric Dickerson, and I don't think it's gonna go well. <laughs> no hate towards Dickerson or anything like that. I just have like this fear in my help in my heart. That when Les Snead is gone, it's going to be Eric Dickerson, and he's just going to be, like, signing people all willy-nilly. And just like, we, he would have signed Gurley. He would have been like, hey, man, come on back. <laughs> it just, I don't know, man. Next one here from Cody. Prime Todd Gurley versus Prime Steven Jackson. Who is the better running back? It's a good question. I'm, I'm going to say Steven Jackson, though. Uh, that's nothing against Todd Gurley in his prime. Like, that 2017-2018 run that Gurley had was absolutely incredible. But Steven Jackson was the only guy on our offense worth a damn for quite a while and was always putting up 1K. He's the Rams' all-time leading rusher. Only player 
for the Rams specifically to rush for 10,000 yards. He's, I mean, absolutely incredible. Could you imagine Steven Jackson on a roster like we have today? It's almost not fair. Like that would be, he would be like a hall of fame, like guy, if he was here today, he's, it's very unfortunate for Steven Jackson that he came into a Rams team that was, I mean, decent right at the end there, right? Like, right. Well, right at the beginning, like he comes in and he's backing up Falk and, you know, Torrey Holt's still there, stuff like that. But pretty quickly that team like got dissolved and he was like the only thing on that team that kept everything going. All right. Fueling up. Let's see. He's too hot in here, guys. I'm dying. I need like a thermometer inside of here so I can like show. It's like it's 120 degrees. I'm sure it's pretty. It's got to be over 100 in here. We're just talking Rams football, though. It's it's all that matters. Uh, Next one here. Jared Goff versus Mark Bulger. Draft flipped. Does Bulger have more success than Goff? You know what? I actually think so. Uh, again, nothing nothing anti-Jared Goff about this comment, but uh, pro-Mark Bulger. I think that Bulger actually, you know, I mean, he was in the Pro Bowl. He did terrible in that um, when they actually did, like, the cool skills things. Uh, he did terrible in the accuracy challenge, which is where he was supposed to thrive because there was a moment there where people were calling him the most accurate passer in the NFL. Uh, that was what, like, the that... It's like 2004, 2005 range, something like that, that he was uh, he was known as like one of the more accurate quarterbacks. So I, I think that Bulger was also he did what he could. And I know that there's like that one season um, blanket on the year. I think it was maybe 07 that uh, he didn't throw his first interception till like week eight. It was against the Browns. And of course, of course, they were like driving down the field. We're trying to win the game going down. And the, the announcer's like, Mark Bulger has done pick all season long and then just throws it like right to the safety's numbers is like come on man but no i think bulger was a pretty good quarterback he just didn't he didn't really have any help i mean there was there was moments there where his best wide receiver was like denario alexander who was hurt a lot you know what i mean like donnie avery coming in and stuff like marty gilliard like these were his these were the guys he had at his disposal and just it just wasn't wasn't that awesome so uh, and then we had like the couple guys that we peppered in a little bit. Clayton did a good job. Bart Clayton did. Um, I loved when the Rams had Brandon Lloyd. Brandon Lloyd was awesome. Though. I love Brandon Lloyd. But yeah, I would say that the Bulgers, uh, like you, you just compare put both of those guys on the same team. I think Bulger plays better. How good could Sam Bradford have been had, uh, with Sean McVay given injuries not derailed him? Yeah, that's the, that's the big wild card, man, because Sam Bradford never did a bad job when he was actually playing. He was a good quarterback when he was on the field. But he was just not on the field a little too often. I remember I made a joke where I like <laughs> it was uh, like the Rams sideline jacket. And it was like, what? They've got Sam Bradford on field gear. That's awesome. Like, yeah, but I don't know, man. It's uh, Sam Bradford was never that bad of a quarterback, but he just he, he just got hurt too much. That was his downfall. Why doesn't Donald have a B.A. nickname? He doesn't need a nickname, man. He's Aaron Donald. All right. Aaron, one of the most basic names in the universe. All right. And then his last name's Donald. Nothing crazy. But you know who Aaron Donald is. All right. He doesn't need a nickname. He doesn't. I mean, I know people call him the Terminator. Not a lot of people, but some people do. <laughs> I just called him a space robot sent to Earth to destroy the morale of quarterbacks in the NFL. But no, he doesn't need one, man. That's why. You're that dope. You don't need one, man. He's first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. We are watching greatness. Soak it in, guys. So, like, I really, I'm genuinely trying to to eat up all the time that we have with Aaron Donald and just watch and just love it 
and just be here for it because it's not going to last forever. All right. And we got him now. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Dude's going to the Hall of Fame. He's a three-time defensive player of the year. He's going to the Hall of Fame. But uh, I think that right now we just need to we just need to soak it in a little bit. Just soak it in just a touch. That actually makes my own, ow, my own comments maybe make me uh, want to get an Aaron Donald, that, that, that new white jersey. I've been thinking Stafford, but Donald, I mean, that's going to go down. Like He's one of the best players we've ever had. If not the best player we've ever had. I, I'll say, I won't say that just yet. We'll say that once he retires. I don't want to go with like recency bias thing here. But he really might be the best player this, this team's ever seen. And we are watching it happen. That's amazing. This one comes from Drake. Uh, what record is uh, the deciding factor of a disappointing season? Would you be disappointed if we went 10-7, and 7, for example? You say, oh, Drake, this is where you're going to hate my answer because I don't care. Uh, we could go 0-17. I'm not going to be disappointed because I'm going to just love it. Like, 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 not love that we lose every game, but I'm just, I'm just here for it, man. I'm, I'm along for the ride. Okay, whatever happens, happens. Uh, if the Rams win one game, or 17 games, I'm here for all of them. I'll be repping all my gear for all of them. Don't care. But to say for expectation-wise, which is exactly what I think you're saying. That's just kind of my, my jerkwad answer that I gave you. But expectation-wise, I would say if this team doesn't win double-digit games, yeah, like that's kind of a fail, all right? That's like we're expected to win games. And now that there's an extra game, we need to be able to pull out double digits. If this team wins nine... That's not a good look. If we go 9-8, and eight, not a good look for this team. We need to be able to do that because we improve at quarterback. We have a dope defense. We've got, you know, two of the best players at their positions on defense, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, we've got weapons for days on offense, a great offensive line, awesome coaches. Yeah, I mean, double digits is for sure. But I'm also, I'm pegging the Rams right in that 12-13 range. Next one here from Drake. Uh, should the new white uniform be the away and the bone be alternate? Absolutely not, Drake. The bone is here to stay, and that should be that should be the only jersey we wear because it is so sick, and I love the bone. <laughs> That's a personal preference, though. I'm absolutely in love with the bone jersey. I think it's so sick. Honestly, I think it's the dopest. So, no, I don't think so, but it would make sense. These next few here come from Jay. Uh, let's see here. With uh, his injury is only, is only for this season, but with Cam Akers out, and definitely will the Rams maybe draft another running back next year as insurance? Yeah, I mean that makes total sense. Running backs kind of come and go. You don't really want to get a running back on a second contract these days because uh, you can just draft one who can give you pretty similar production. So I know that Cam Akers is a good player. We're definitely a worse team without him, but there's other uh, really good running backs that will be available, and I don't think that that's uh, it would be. Too much of a slap in the face to, to to keep looking and to keep adding to that position. We're really at a point now in the NFL where you really should just get a guy, uh, let him cruise through his rookie contract, and then just keep drafting drafting running backs because they get beat up real bad. Uh, they're everywhere. Everybody's a running back. And, yeah, I mean, there's there's just really no reason to pay them, especially on a second contract. When, when we get four years out of them, I think that's pretty good. Uh, next one here, uh, 2-2 was just placed on the COVID list. It is early, but what are your thoughts on the whole vaccine protocols and the NFL, uh, uh, the, the, uh, excuse me, the whole vaccine protocols the NFL has enforced, fines, forfeited games, etc. You know, Jay, I'm actually not 100% comfortable um, answering this question. It's um, It's one of those things that unfortunately is extremely divisive, and I don't, like, I've got opinions like everybody else does. 
And I'm not willing to take the chance that my opinions make somebody stop watching Ram Showcase. So that may, that may sound like a shallow answer, but it is the truth. All right. I, I'm here to, to support you guys, whatever you guys believe. I'm not here to, to give my opinions on anything. Uh, the, the rules are what the rules are. Um, if if, if uh, an unvaccinated player causes uh, a game to be canceled, uh, it's going to be rough on that player. Uh, it looks like they're going to be financially responsible, which I don't know how much every NFL game brings in. I'm sure it kind of varies, but uh, it's, it's probably more than these guys' contracts, right? Like if Cole Beasley gets a Bills game canceled, I'm sure he won't be able to afford it to uh, replace. Like I know mean, for the Denver Broncos, the the cheapest ticket you can get at the Broncos stadium is like two thirty. And that sucker sells out every single week. So, I mean, however many uh, seats they have, which I think is about 77,000, if I'm not mistaken, maybe 76. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, it's just not one something that I'm comfortable really passing along my opinion to. Uh, the rules are what they are. I'm willing to explain them, but uh, I'm not really willing to uh, to give my two cents on them. Next one here. You may have been right on your previous show. I love when you start a question like that, Jay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, stating that this year's draft may be Snead's best. The coaches and players are talking up these rooks. Darius Williams now see, sees elite corner traits in Rochelle. Thoughts on drafts, this draft's potential and Rochelle. Yeah, Rochelle, big fan. Uh, big, big, big fan of Rochelle. I think he's going to do an awesome job, and I hope he's here for the long term because I think that he is very good. And if you watch his press conference, he's got the right mindset too. I, I like I like where he's at mentally. I think that his his mindset entering training camp excites me for the season as well. So I think that's going to be really good. This draft class, though, I think the Rams did a friggin' awesome job. All right, friggin' awesome job. And part of that is the fact that um, that we didn't go with positions that I didn't think we needed, which is offensive line. We didn't, we didn't hit that offensive line mark, which I think is perfect. Uh, we went for other spots, depth where we needed it, along defensive line with, you know, Morgan Fox, Michael Brockers leaving. We get another inside linebacker. We add a corner after losing Troy Hill. We add a wide receiver after losing Josh Reynolds. I think we did a great job. We add a tight end after losing Gerald Everett. I think we nailed our draft. In this class specifically, too, these guys seem to fit in really well with what we're doing. I would say, from what I know now, watching press conferences and everything, I would say that Tutu is the one that maybe he's... He seems just a little bit standoffish, and that's not 100% what we see from the personalities that the Rams tend to draft. So that is a little bit interesting to me. He does seem kind of like a little like careless a little bit. But I, that, hey, you know what? I, I don't know him personally, and I'm sure he's an awesome dude. It just That's just what I saw in the press conference, and I can't wait to see him out there on the football field because dude's fast AF, and he's super shifty and stuff like that, and I think he fits into this offense really well. I just That's just an observation. I still see say we need help at the outside linebacker position. Too many injury risks. Do we keep looking forward, uh, looking in free agency after the cuts, or do we buy some bubble wrap for some of these guys and hope for the best? You know, I kind of think that's the answer, honestly. I, th- I think we're we're good to just kind of to launch them out there and see what happens. I did pull up a list here of some outside linebackers that are currently available, edge rushers uh, like Shaq Barrett. I think that that would be awesome. I, I did not think that he was still a free agent, but according to Spot Track, he is. A guy that I've talked about this entire offseason here and there, kind of sprinkle it in, pepper it into a Ram Showcase episodes here and there, is, um, is uh, K.J. Wright. I think that that would be a strong addition, especially for a veteran presence on this team. So there's options there, but... Um, I, I'm really excited to see what these guys can do because if Lewis and Oboe can stay healthy, they're very good players. So I wouldn't think that we would need to go outside of that 
if these guys can't stay healthy. That is, though, the ultimate question. Next one here. With Akers hurt, bigger tight ends, and now Stafford at QB, is the 12 personnel packages uh, more tempting now more than ever? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, this I think we're going to see that a little bit more, um, but also to set up that play action. I think because we're going to be bringing back in the zone running scheme now that we'll have Daryl Henderson, not Cam Akers. It'll be, it'll be zone heavy. So that play action works pretty well with the, the 12 personnel. Next one here. It was said that our defensive scheme will largely stay the same, but that uh, that said, what other wrinkles does Raheem Morris bring to this defense? You know what? Solid question, actually, and uh, one that I unfortunately don't really have the answers to. Uh, I, I think that based on what we've seen before, he's maybe a little bit more aggressive than Brandon Staley. But yeah, it's going to be mostly the same thing. We expected that, though, with the move to Raheem Morris. But I would say maybe a, maybe we'll see a little bit more blitzing. Maybe we'll see Taylor Rapp come in on a blitz a little bit more often. I'm, I am, by the way. I'm starting to think, even though I don't necessarily see the, the Taylor Rapp hype, um, I do think that he will make this team. I, I'm in that boat now. I think the I think that he will. I don't necessarily I'm not like stoked about it, <laughs> but I think that he will make this team. And I, I hope that he has an awesome, awesome season and I hope that he he makes that jump uh that we've been waiting for. But I, I think that we'll see a little bit more aggression from uh from Morris. Even though we did see it late in the season with like I hated it by the way, seeing like Ramsey on a blitz. He's your best cover corner. You let him cover. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Still hurts to say that Brockers is gone, but with Ashawn taking over the five technique, what can we expect from that? This behemoth of a man. Yeah, he's looking quicker. Uh, he's he's pretty confident. He's he seems like he's feeling really good. Shed some weight. He's down to about three oh five now, uh, which is kind of where he wanted to be. His words. So he says he's a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. He doesn't feel like he's being held back. So yeah, let's see if he can play that Brockers role because blockers uh, Brockers used to eat the blockers and well may, Robinson. We can't use his name like that the same way, but it's, that's kind of the role that he's going to play. So it, it works out, but uh, I'm excited for uh, Robinson. I hope that we see him in, in preseason. Actually, I'm actually, I want to see him in preseason. I, I know, I know that if we don't, that just means he's probably a starter, which is good news because that means the coaching staff is really high on him, but I would like to see him out there. Jacob Harris has been studying Darren Waller and Jimmy Graham. What are the odds that he can reach that kind of level in production? Dude, sky's the limit for Jacob Harris, man. He's super athletic. Uh, definitely a strong tight end. He can play outside, inside, slot. And like he's 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 gonna be a valuable weapon for what like what he will kind of fall into. I almost want to say that he'll be more of a Jared Cook, but like the good Jared Cook, like Jared Cook when he's got like a good quarterback. Because Jared Cook when he's got like an average quarterback is not very awesome at football. But the second you give him Breeze or Rodgers, he's like unstoppable. It's ridiculous. So I think that that's, that's kind of where I see uh, Jacob Harris fitting in. Hopefully higher, but that's that's where I kind of have him in right now. Last one here from Jay. Uh, Aaron Donald once again earned a 99 overall in Madden. Now that's five straight years. Is it five straight? I thought, I thought it was just five total. I don't actually know. Uh, no one has ever come close. Will he ever get to grace a Madden cover? Oh, that's a good question. I was I was thinking you were going to ask just about Madden. I don't play Madden. I think I have... I don't know. I think it's Gronk on the cover is the one that I have for my 360, but I don't play it. Um, And that's not just... I'm not taking shots at anybody who games. Game on, game on, man. Game on. Because I used to play the hell out of some video games. I remember ESPN 2K5. I put in some serious hours on that, man. Some serious hours. All right. 
And like, I remember one time you could go in and see how long you've been playing. And I saw the number pop up and I was like, geez, it's like, I've played that. I've played like four years of this game basically. But yeah, it was, um, that was an awesome one for me. That was, that one was so much fun. And then Madden became the same game. It started getting repetitive, stuff like that. But like the 2K5 and also like Madden 06 range, that was like my peak of playing because it was just the best. So uh, you get like the radio show, the Tony Bruno show, and then like ESPN on 2K5, stuff like that. It was just really fun to play. But now it's um, it's all micro transactions and mutt. Mutt is the big thing, and I just I don't care about mutt at all. Like I I don't like the fantasy aspect. I don't like fantasy football, so why would I like it in my game? You know what I mean? I just want to play the season. That's all. Like just give me the season to play. Let me go through the draft. Let me get that in-depth stuff like in 2K5 where you can like make Steven Jackson do ballet and stuff like that. I ate that stuff up. Ate it up. The more in-depth, the better. That's why I liked head coach a lot, actually. Uh, NFL head coach was a really fun game. Um, but I don't play anymore. But to answer your question, will he ever get to grace the man cover? Man, I hope so. That would be awesome. I would buy that just to like put up or something. You know, I think it'd be cool. Cody wants to know, when are you going to join the Rams staff? Um, you know, I keep on emailing Sean McVay. I tried to be his assistant. I tried to be the assistant to the head coach, but they gave it to Andy instead of me. I don't know, man. Maybe someday I'll get out to LA and actually work for the Rams. Uh, these last three here come from Paul. Is it Super Bowl or bust for the Rams? You know, some people do feel that way. I know Andrew Whitworth feels that way. And I know like that Matthew Stafford's probably got a little bit of that in his mind too. But I think that if the Rams can make the NFC Championship game, that I like as long as we improve from last year, which we did not make the NFC Championship game, the NFC Championship game is usually reserved for the Packers to lose. But now, like if we could just get there, then I would feel pretty good about this season. But of course, I mean, you ask me then, like, like I say today, if the Rams could just get to the NFC Championship game, it's fine if they lose there, I'm good. You know, just just improve. But if you ask me, like, day of NFC Championship game, you're like, you still cool if they lose? Like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, now I want it all, you know what I mean? So today, I think that uh, from, like, this perspective, from the July perspective, I would love to see this team in the NFC Championship game. I would consider that a success. Day of... Late January, we're, we're there in the NFC Championship game. I am not going to be happy with a loss there. So it's all about when you ask me. But no, I don't think it's necessarily Super Bowl or bust uh, today. But, you know, that that is the expectation from a lot of these uh, fans and, and media members. But also there's a lot of really good NFC teams. The Bucks bring back all 22 off, off of a Super Bowl win. The Green Bay Packers got that whole Lance, last dance vibe happening right now. And also, the Rams have to get out of their own division, which is absolutely stacked. It's like the SEC of the NFL, where we're just going to beat the crap out of each other all year. Like, we may not see a 14-15 win season out of any of these teams. We could all be like 11-12 just because we all got to play each other. And the worst team in this in this division looks like it's the Cardinals, and they're not a bad team. So, it's a, that's a tough one, man. Got to get out of this division first, and then got to get out of the NFC, which is friggin' loaded. So, it's tough. Uh, next one from Paul. Which Rams player do you hate on the current team and why? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I actually hate any of these guys right now. Um, I will say one person that I do think is overrated, and most Rams fans will hate me for this one. I do think that the Wolf is just, ow, is just a little bit overrated. You know, like the Rams went into week 17 last year needing a win over the Cardinals. We wanted to win that game, okay? It helped us to win, and we and we did. 
But that was also like the like one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. And the Wolf had like 170 something pass yards. He just didn't light it up how I wanted him to. So I think that that's um ah that's definitely like a damper on it. But I I and I don't hate the Wolf. I like the Wolf. But I think that that he gets a little bit overblown uh, from the from the fan base. And our last one here from Paul is, who is your favorite player on the Rams roster right now and why? You know what, man? I feel stoked. I've announced it before because uh, I think last year I went all season without like having a favorite Rams player. But I feel good to claim that my favorite Rams player is safety Jordan Fuller, number four. All right. And I do have the number four jersey up here. That is not Jordan Fuller's jersey. That is Greg Zerline's jersey. But... Uh, that he has worn. He had that on. So it is, it's kind of a big deal. All right. <laughs> but now number four is Jordan Fuller safety going into his second year. I am pumped to see what he can do this year. If there's anybody on this roster that can replace that production from John Johnson, who's now Cleveland Brown, it is Jordan Fuller and uh, Jordan Fuller back in, uh, on the back end there with uh, Darius Williams, Jalen Ramsey. We got Terrell Burgess, Possibly Taylor Rapp, uh, maybe Paris Ford making a making a statement, and then you got the rookie Robert Rochelle. We got David Long Jr. going into third season. I love our secondary, but Jordan Fuller is one of those guys. I think is like he's been my candidate to break out pre Cam Akers injury. Jordan Fuller's been my guy. I've been talking him up this whole off season. I'm stoked about him. Uh, definitely would love his jersey for sure. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm going to go Jordan Fuller, man. Why? Because he's dope, dude. Uh, <laughs> this guy. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for your fan quesos. Um, no spoilers, um, but I have a, a cool video that I have worked on. I'm almost 100% completed on. It has nothing to do with the Rams, but I'm super proud of it. Super stoked to uh, to let that out into the world. I'm not even the one releasing it, though, so keep your eyeballs open. Uh, probably on the Sheriff Joe Bags page, my own page. We'll get that shared for sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll retweet it on uh, Ram Showcase once it's out, but stoked about it. And I think that you guys will see that before you guys see me again. Uh, next week on Ram Showcase, so that'll be good stuff. That is going to do it for our fan quesos. Thank you guys so much for dropping those. Feel free to drop them uh, wherever you guys can hear me, and uh, hopefully I see them. Um, I know that there's a couple times on YouTube. I do apologize, sincerely apologize, uh, to some people who have asked questions on the YouTube channel, and I've missed them because, I, I mean, I really have no excuse. That's just me like kind of getting too busy and kind of overlooking things so that is on me i have no excuses for you guys i gotta do better i gotta do better for you guys you guys support me i gotta support you back all right if you guys ask me quesos i want those quesos answered all right yeah i'm kind of giving myself a little bit of a pep talk a little bit but we'll get those answered for you guys um but uh, make sure you guys follow ram showcase on all your favorite social media that will be at ram showcase on instagram and twitter facebook.com slash ram showcase you can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on instagram and twitter Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Pretty simple stuff there. Make sure you guys like uh, the video. Subscribe uh, to Ram Showcase on YouTube. Just type in Ram Showcase. Unless you're already watching me, then just it's like over. I don't know where it's at. Depending on what you're looking on, I guess. Uh, so make sure you guys hit that subscribe. And uh, so you guys can uh, check out Ram Showcase all throughout the season. So it'll be pretty cool stuff that we have going on for you guys. We'll have some special guests uh, almost every single week. 
uh, leading up uh, for different game previews and all that, so that'll be cool. Uh, make sure you guys also submit uh, for anybody who has Rams tattoos. You guys want to win a prize pack? Make sure you guys send pictures of those tattoos over to ramshowcase at gmail.com. We'll get you judged, all right? This is where we judge you pretty harshly, and uh, we'll see who is uh, doing the judging. But that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.